0: actually bothers me that protestants don't have like saints and you don't have like mary etc
1: what are you going to trust in to get you to heaven you're going to trust in what you do partly or you're going to trust simply in what jesus did to save you
0: i wish more protestants sounded like you man i they, they all sound like john Macarthur to me hello sir where are hey, you from
1: i'm from australia man but uh, australia yeah yeah so you, you like jesus you 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 a christian yourself i'm a
0: big fan of jesus um it's very funny, actually. That uh, actually, I'm not not tell you. i will not tell you that right away, but yeah, I'm a big I'm a big fan of Jesus. Hey, Catholic awesome. though, Catholic, though. I've had contentious conversations with Australian Protestants before with us.
1: Oh, really? Oh, what do you yeah, mean? Yeah,
0: yeah. Like telling me the Catholics aren't Christian, that we're all from the devil, and that we're all going to hell. <laughs> it got it got quite intense, but um, I mean, yeah, I'm still here. I'm still believing. God's okay. still working on my life. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. So that's good. Um, so let me ask you: Do you think you'll go to heaven when you die?
0: Well, it depends on how I live my life. I believe that I'm saved. I believe that I'm safe in the, in the hands of Christ, but I don't believe that I'm safe from the cleansing flame, the purging flame, purgatory. I, I'm not. I don't feel that I'm totally safe from that. And I think that although I know that this isn't something that I, I don't know what your denomination is. I'm, I'm assuming, but this is like I I might go to purgatory okay. before I um before I meet the big guy upstairs.
1: But you said you're saved. What? Why do you think you're saved?
0: Well, because I was when I, mean, I was christened a Catholic, I was uh, christened as a as a child. I thought I that doesn't to me doesn't necessarily mean that you're totally safe. Like there's a lot of Catholics that are that are born and ca- and christened they go to hell. But it, it gave me a good foundation. Like I, I, I didn't believe for the majority of my life, and then just okay. before COVID, it hit me like a diamond bullet between the eyes, and it it opened my eyes and the whole the whole world, the whole wealth of like the the, the culture, the tradition, the way of life. The things that I have been missing out on my entire life became so aware and and it just worked for me. It just God just started working for me, and I started asking.
1: Yeah, yeah. And so, let's say though, God was to judge you based on how you've lived, would you mm. would He find you as a good person or not as a good person?
0: Well, I'm not one to toot my own. Well, I am one to toot my own horn. Unfortunately, that is one of my my major sins is that I'm a prideful character. But I mean, I have to be realistic in that. I've lived a very sinful life. I, I absolutely yeah. have. I've lived a sin of life Same. of total and complete degeneracy and sin. And it's right. only the last three years I've ever, even, attempted to try to fix that. And I fall every single day in my life. And I know I do. And I know that I do things every day that I shouldn't do. Hmm. But I think since this revelation, not comparing myself to Paul here or anything, but since this revelation came to me, or you know, it just, I've decided that I want to live my life better. And in certain ways, I have in a lot of ways i have i'm a lot better of a person than i was before but that doesn't make me anywhere near as good as i could be
1: right right and so based on how you've lived would you say you deserve hell for your sins or heaven
0: (laughs) i mean i don't want to i mean i'd love to go to heaven i'd like to think heaven but it's a tough thing it's like that's why i think that I don't, I'm not destined for hell I'm not one for hell but I don't think I'm going straight to heaven either.
1: because to be des- to be deserving of hell like often people think oh you got to be like a mass murderer or something like that to be deserving of hell but I mm-hmm. think it's even less than, lesser than that because like in society, how many crimes does a criminal have to do before the government can punish him? One yeah and so how many sins would we have to do against God before he could punish us? one. Yeah. And so any time we've lied or stole or used bad language or even looked at a woman with sexual desire that we're not married to, we've we've broken God's laws. And if we've broken his laws, should he reward us or punish us for that? Punish us. And does that punishment sound like heaven or hell? Hell. Yeah. So that's the bad news, right? And I think God wants us to realise that, to humble us, to make us realise, yeah, we are unworthy. We are deserving of God's punishment. So what so so you mentioned though that you've been trying to clean up your life over the past three years and that's a good thing to do. But just like if a criminal did ten crimes last week, but this week he's tried to clean up his life and not do any more crimes. Would the would the judge who he stands for in a court of law, would he just ignore the crimes he did last week?
0: Well, no, but I right. I I I have a way I mean as a Catholic, I believe that our works can help us get closer to heaven, and I try to balance out. And, and this isn't an excuse for the things that I do either. Sure. I'm, I mean, I, I sin every day, but I try to balance those things out by doing actively good things. Like, how, and I'm not gonna like because it would defeat the purpose if I told you all the good things that I did because right. I would be bragging, right? <laughs> but okay. I'm, not, I'm not gonna go on. About, but I have, I try to do more God-like things. If I, if I'm going to, if someone needs help or whatever, what would Jesus do? And I try to answer that by doing what I think the big guy would do. You know what I mean? And I think that that helps me get closer to him.
1: And I think it's a good thing. We should, we ought to do good deeds. God wants us to do that. But in terms of, does it get rid of our punishment for the wrong deeds we've done? Like if you do five crimes today and then 10 good things tomorrow, would the police ignore your crimes?
0: I don't think
1: so. Ah, And that would be the same with God, because God doesn't get bribed by our good deeds. Instead, he's a just judge, and he says, if you've broken my law, there's still a punishment you deserve for what you've done wrong, which is hell. Does that make sense? Yeah. So the the only solution we have is if God provides us with someone who could take our hell punishment on our behalf. Because if someone takes 100% of your punishment, how much punishment is left for you? None. Right. So then if you don't have to go to hell anymore, where do you get to go to? Heaven. Right. And that person who God provided was Jesus Christ. That's why he died on the cross and rose back to life on the third day. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Right. And so if Jesus does that for you, takes all of your punishment, where will you end up when you die? Heaven. So why do you get to go to heaven?
0: Well... (laughs) Believing in Jesus, of course, but I do, I, I, I believe in Jesus, I, can, Jesus Christ is my God, he's my Lord and my Saviour, he's 100% man, 100% God and a third of the Trinity, I believe well, but, this.
1: But, but we haven't even brought in believing yet, just based on what we talked about, what was the only reason why you could go to heaven? Was it because of, uh, yeah, of, of what you did? Yeah, it was because of what Jesus did, not because of what you did. But... Right?
0: L- Dude, James, I uh, listen. I'm not. I have a catechism over there. It's too long. No, but no, no, like...
1: no. Because, I'm. There is a response. I agree. There's a response. But I'm just talking. We're just talking about the logic of of the atonement at this point. That the, what actually saves us is the work of Christ, what He's done on our behalf in bearing our sins. Does that make sense?
0: Mm-hmm. Of course. But I think that, well, it's it's. Our, we have to take up the mantle and the sort of the we have to work in his place. We have to, we can attain God. We can become more godly through how we behave and how the things that we do, the the ways that we worship and the ways that we love God, these things can bring us closer to him.
1: We ought to do good deeds as I said. Yeah. and, And we ought to not sin, but as we just talked about doing good deeds, doesn't fix any bad deeds we do. So doing good deeds cannot get us any closer to heaven. It must be based simply on Jesus and what he's done on our behalf. And would you agree that Jesus dies for us as a free gift to us?
0: Is this that Galatians? Oh, dude, you're trying to bite me into this Protestant corner. I'm not well, no, no, I'm no, not as smart as This is not a
1: debate. This is not a debate. I'm just, this is just a good discussion to talk about, you know, heaven and things like that, what the Bible speaks about it. Because there's a very famous verse. You probably know this one. It says, for the in Romans six twenty three it says, For the wages of sin is death, yeah, but the yes. free gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. You've heard of that one probably? Absolutely, yes, yeah. yes. And so according to that verse it says eternal life is a free gift of God. And so if I was to say to you, Here's twenty dollars, I'll give you the twenty dollars as a gift, but only if you wash my car. Is that twenty dollars really a gift?
0: not necessarily oh,
1: you're working for it right a free gift is something you get for free without paying for it and so if eternal life then is a free gift from god from jesus then that means we mustn't have to do good deeds to get eternal life we must just accept it by faith and it's this this
0: is but this is what i mean it's i don't know if maybe it's just being me being a bit i don't know how to how to describe how i think here but i think this this is a this is an interpretation that we 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 gathered after like a long time of having this Bible and, and reading it. I think it's too. It's the, these these can these. The, I, I, I I'm going to sound like a Catholic bootlicker here, but the way I'm trying to say it is that we can't truly understand this through our own lens. We need a magnifying glass. We need magisterium. We need things that that can translate this for us because it's not necessarily we're not the wisest people. We weren't around when these are when these things were originally written. So people like Thomas Aquinas they were able to interpret them in a way that. Oh, so, I can't, I can't but, explain myself
1: but 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 the only thing is this is that if you have a magisterium you now need to interpret the magisterium
0: hmm
1: and so you need a magisterium about the magisterium but then you need an interpreter for them too and, and, and it all but that's for
0: the priesthood that's the priesthood the, but, but then that's you've why got to interpret the priests
1: if you hear any words you have to interpret it somehow how do you know you're interpreting it right and so the best thing is rather than interpreting a fourth-hand account Let's just go to the first hand account. Let's just go to the accounts we have of the apostles themselves and we can see what they wrote. Because Paul did not write in an unclear way. right? That, that verse we just talked about, the free gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus. That's very clear. Even a child can understand what a gift is and how you receive a gift. right? Mm-hmm. And so if eternal life is a free gift, we should accept it as a free gift from Jesus by trusting that he took all of the punishment we rightfully deserve. Wouldn't you agree?
0: i don't know i don't know i need to i don't know i don't know man i don't know i don't like thing. but we're
1: not even we're not even bringing up solar scripture we're simply just talking about how we receive this eternal life right gift from from the lord if it's a gift it's not based on works because otherwise it's not a gift anymore mm-hmm. so it must be just based on faith trusting that jesus has already accomplished it all for us
0: one moment sir oh, sorry sure. hold on yeah all right. Wire? Um, hold on, take you. Yeah, hold yeah, on. One in here. Okay. i right. right,
1: take a I apologize, man. Continue. Yeah, all good, all good. Yeah, and so let's say then today you do trust that Jesus took all the punishment for all of your sins, which means Mm -hmm. you get to go to heaven. But then tomorrow you do five more sins and then you died. Would you go to heaven or hell? Hell. Okay. Now, with Jesus, do you think he died for only your past sins or also all of your future sins too?
0: well future sins, future, yeah, of course of yeah.
1: yeah which means even those five sins you do tomorrow that's already been paid for by jesus punishment's been taken already so where would you end up
0: well by that logic heaven but then i yeah. feel like there's no real incentive to behave yourself then and to
1: there's a more profound incentive rather than a way of avoiding punishment the more profound incentive is a love for god so like, if you're trapped in a burning building and a fireman risks his own life to bring you out to safety, how do you feel towards that fireman who saved your life?
0: Extremely thankful. I mean, I yeah. will have my life.
1: And therefore, you don't want to punch him in the face. You do nice things for him, right? And so if Jesus lays his own life down to save you from going to hell, how do you feel towards Jesus?
0: Well, the same way that I feel about right. fireman.
1: And therefore that makes you not want to just go and do more sins against Jesus. It makes you now want to live the way he wants you to, just out of gratitude. Well that yes, that that too, that I mean, yes, I agree with that. Right. And so that that but the good news is is that yeah, even if you happened if you're trusting in Jesus, you sin again tomorrow, that sin's paid for, you still go to heaven. Because it's a free gift, remember? It's not based on your performance or how good you are. Because if it was based on your performance, the standard's is perfection. And you know you can't be perfect, and I know I can't be perfect either. So it has to be based on what Jesus did. But what if you don't trust that Jesus took the punishment for you? Then where would you end up?
0: Hell, 100%. Yeah,
1: because you got to take your own punishment then. But since you don't want to go to hell, when should you start trusting that Jesus took all of the punishment you deserve?
0: well now I, like our are...
1: yeah from this day on that's a good plan man that's a really good plan and so then just remind me based on what we've talked about what is the reason why you get to go to heaven
0: well jesus and his no you i'm not i'm not a priest i'm not i can't fight this corner that hold well on, on. it's like a... don't
1: worry about whether you're a priest because remember don't see it as i need to defend whatever i've believing before instead let's just try and um, use our logical brains that God's given us to try and reason through what is actually going to save me from my punishment that I rightfully deserve.
0: But there's too much, dude. There's too much in the Bible that supports Catholicism, like the whole the the idea of holy relics and things like this. This is in Acts. When when they got like they, I can't remember exactly when, but they took like bone fragments and things like that, and the people were healed with fragments of bones. So they were they were healed by a, a man's shadow cup being cast over them. These are things that like. That we believe in that like that you can be healed by by a relic or just by the presence of someone or or for the from the intercession of a saint or from someone that that is a a really extremely godly person. those things are side
1: issues those things are side issues that you know we can discuss maybe later on but the main thing is salvation that is the absolute main thing and we need to get this right because it it will be the difference between heaven and hell for us wouldn't you agree but that's the central thing that we should get sorted out
0: that i for me the difference between heaven and hell is is acting is living life like like a godly part like i know i understand that the the belief and, and things like that in faith but i don't it's solo feed and solo scriptura it's like it's it's i feel like it's you 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 went you're putting too much on yourself you're giving your like it's like your own interpretation that's why i feel I, that's why protestant churches are so like split and it's it's freaky it's, the but it's to about. the
1: contrary i think it's the other way around if I, if my faith is in jesus christ alone to save me i'm not putting trust in myself i'm putting my trust in jesus christ alone to save as opposed to maybe yourself you saying no it's based on me living a good enough life and being good enough and doing sacraments then you're actually putting far too much trust in yourself
0: uh, i don't know maybe well Right? that's a good point but i can't i can't uh, i can't argue against it
1: because you said you know we should live a godly life and i agree but godly life according to jesus christ is living perfectly he says that in matthew 5:48, mm-hmm. you must be perfect as your heavenly father is perfect do you mm-hmm. think you could do that even for a single day of your life
0: i couldn't do it for 10 minutes
1: right exactly so therefore why do you think that you can go to heaven based on living a godly life then
0: it's um, I don't know, man. It's like I can't explain to you like how uh, important, like this is. It seems off topic, but it's like I, I can't explain to you how important like things, things like the rosary are, to well, to Catholics and I mean, of, to, of course, to everyone. But like, it's there's just something to be said about it that there's. I can't. Uh, it's.
1: But how does that deal with the fact that you haven't lived a godly life or even a perfect life for a like single ten you, minutes?
0: It keeps your. It keeps you. I don't. I don't know, man. I can't.
1: I understand what well, you're saying. You're prayerful, but sure. But being prayerful doesn't fix what you've done wrong.
0: It Doesn't it? I thought no, it did. I just thought like, like in... praying and asking for forgiveness.
1: No, that doesn't. Cause God, as I said, God made us as logical people. And so we're going to think from a logical point of view, would asking for forgiveness or doing good deeds, fix the wrong things I've done. And so that's why I gave the example of the court of law. You do five serious crimes. You say, judge, I'm so sorry for the crimes. Please just let me go free only a bad judge would let me go free a good judge would say no i must uphold justice you get what you deserve and we know god is a just judge he even says in the bible he'll by no means clear the guilty to no amount of prayers could ever get rid of my sins i need a I, sacrifice I, I,
0: i'm not uh I don't know. I'm not. I. Dude, you can't tell me this. I'm not like. I'm. I live my life to be as like anti lukewarm as possible. This is deadly serious. No, to this me. is I, not.
1: I'm. I'm not telling you to be lukewarm. In fact, you know when it says lukewarm in Revelation three verse sixteen, it's people who think they're going to heaven because of their own goodness, their own righteousness. That's what a lukewarm person really is. What I'm encouraging, I'm actually wanting to be far more zealous than you currently are. I'm wanting to be far more zealous in obedience than than you currently are because this does not promote laziness this promotes you to make to take any risks for god and do anything for him but not as a way to gain salvation but because you know you're saved and you're just doing it purely out of love for god then
0: i mean you you made made a good point it's just it's uh this is what i mean but i've been told about this i've been told that you people because you're so scripturally you're so well versed scripturally and i'm not i have to give you that i'm not as well versed i'll I'll, I'll give that to any protestant you guys seem to know a lot better than we do but that's because i don't it's it's not like i'm not even going to make an excuse i just i need to i need to be better equipped to fight i like to
1: okay okay i understand but but don't think yourself i need to be better equipped to defend my existing position but instead let's have let's be humble and say i should be willing to even change my position if if what is presented makes logical sense uh, and, and and that would actually satisfy justice for the sins that I've done. All right. So f- for example, when the Passover celebration, remember how they had to kill the lamb, but they put the blood on the doorpost. Mm-hmm. That is a picture of how the lamb died in the place of the firstborn son in each household. Right. And so we, you need that. I need that. The lamb of God Jesus Christ to die in the place of us he gets our punishment if he gets our punishment we get no more no punishment for us where do we go heaven Heaven. and so therefore why are we going to heaven because of Jesus right the sacrifice
0: but I don't not believe that I believe that to be true but it's just it's how I it's how I view it like I believe that like Jesus it's not that he's too far above me but it's like I need um and I have a personal I have a personal relationship with Jesus but I don't feel like I can understand him as well as that's I don't know man it's like I uh it's it but it, it actually bothers me that Protestants don't have like saints and you don't have like Mary etc things like this like not, not people that are like in between you and Jesus but people that can intercede on in your behalf you know what I mean like it's on on his behalf on on christ's behalf like they it's like having um people like really holy people to help you that can pray for you with you to jesus because they're in reverence to him as well so i believe that but there's just a lot there's a lot of like tradition a lot of things that have come
1: jesus calls us friends he says no longer do i call you like strangers i call you as friends so if he's a friend we can talk to him anytime all right It even says in Romans 5.1 that therefore having been justified by faith, we have peace with God, our Lord Jesus Christ. So I know God is not angry at me for my sins anymore because that anger has been taken out upon his own son, Jesus Christ. And so therefore I know my prayers are acceptable to him because of the mediation work of Jesus. I don't need another mediator besides Jesus Christ. He's, he's sufficient. I guess so. So then if you were to stand before God today and God was to ask you, why should I let you into heaven? What do you think you'd say to him?
0: Because, because I, because I put my fear, I put all of my faith in you because I because I believe that you, that you did everything that you said that you did in the Bible. And I believe that you really are working in my, in my life. I mean, it's, there's not one part of me is like, like I, I this is totally true to me there's not one part of me is like keeping me from believing this I believe it fully and I believe and I, I have perfect I have faith I have perfect faith in this and I that's I mean I would I would die for it tomorrow
1: yeah yeah so then do we go to heaven because of what we do for God or because of what he's done for us
0: because of what he did for us
1: right and so if our answer to God starts with oh, because I I've done you're this good. I believe <laughs> you're that good we're still <laughs> trusting in ourselves our faith is actually in ourselves then right so what should you say then if god asked you why should i let you into heaven
0: because <laughs> because i don't know i don't know well, what, what has I, he
1: done to save you from going to hell
0: he sacrificed the son he sacrificed yeah. himself
1: so what would you say to god is the reason he should be letting you should be led into heaven then that's not, i don't think
0: that's good enough that's the,
1: what what's tell me what, what what do you want what do you think i'm wanting you to say
0: the that you you i get into heaven because you died for me
1: spot on and you're saying that's insufficient that's, not, that's basically that's saying that's jesus ridiculous. is insufficient
0: that's, no it isn't I'm not saying that i'm not saying that i'm saying that it's that's too that's like anyone could say that anyone like literally anyone even the most heinous and you say, are you say saying that.
1: the thief on the cross could say that as well and be led into heaven
0: but the, the thief on the cross was right there He seen the guy he's seen the guy right next to him He mm. seen the centurion he, he no changing in his mind.
1: and yet he I, just placed his faith in the lord jesus christ jesus said today you'll be from the paradise
0: dude, that's not that's you can't because what's the point then like there's i that's dude you've like short circuited me a little tiny bit like this happened this exact thing happened to me a few weeks ago some guy said that mary wasn't a virgin or uh that she was she had mul- like more children after jesus I, I like i recoiled in horror that he said <laughs> this this is the second time this has happened to me in like a month okay I okay but
1: this, but this is a really good thing to recoil over because it's showing that you're thinking through it i like that that you're not just wanting to dismiss it straight away i like that Dude, this
0: is this is a two thousand year old. This but is, but dude, just this remember, Peter. but
1: just remember, the Pharisees also recoiled and mocked Jesus when he said certain things to them, right? So let's. But so we got to remember that if if Jesus says that for God so loved the world that he gave his only Son, that whoever believes in him will not perish but have eternal life. Jesus presents it there very clearly. You believe in Christ, you don't perish, you have eternal life. He makes it simple as that. Right. And so therefore, if you, you said you said before your trust is a hundred percent in Jesus. One hundred percent. Well that means what it means to have your trust a hundred percent in Jesus is that the only thing getting you to heaven is Jesus dying for your sin and nothing about what you've done. Right?
0: I mean but but I feel like because I believe in because I believe in Him, the Holy Spirit acts through me and uh, allows me to be to be a better person and do, yeah, do good deeds, which brings me closer to Him. No, I no, no, I like I'm, but... I'm at the bottom of the ladder. I don't know. I wasn't. Well, I'm not anymore. When I was when I just became a Christian, I was at the bottom of the ladder. I didn't know anything about it. But through through continued faith and continued belief and reading the Bible, I feel like the Holy Spirit has come into my life and works through me. Like, I think that keeps me close to him, and if I didn't, I would fall away from him.
1: So, I I agree, the Holy Spirit works in us. If we're trusting in Christ, the Holy Spirit works in us, we do good works now for God. But we don't think that those good works play any part in our entry to heaven. For example, go back to that fireman Mm -hmm. example. When you now bought the fireman lunch, you cleaned his car, his house, are you going to think, you're going to say to people, hey, look, i got saved from the fire partly because the fireman saved me but also because i cleaned his house no you're not right you're simply gonna when people ask you how come you got saved from the fire you say well the fireman saved me you don't point to what well, i did this you say the fireman saved me and so if god asks you why should he let you into heaven you don't say i did this i'm now working differently you say jesus saved me he died on the cross for my sin that's why you know god you can let me into heaven
0: But that's like too i feel like it's too simple that's too simple of an explanation for something that's so complex so ancient and so important this is that this is why it's a it's it's you might say it's simple
1: but people want to make it complicated when god made it simple because it means he gets all the credit if you got to heaven partly because of what you do and partly because of what jesus did half the credit goes to you half the credit goes to jesus but if you go to heaven simply because of what Jesus did, he gets all the credit. And that's why God set it up this way. Do you see that? Yeah. And it's... oftentimes it's because we think we're not that too we're not that bad of a person. And maybe that's what's holding you back. You're actually thinking, I'm not too bad, I'm not like a really, really bad sinner, so therefore I can make myself good enough to be acceptable to God. We've got to come to the point where we realize, no, I am the chief of sinners. I'm the worst person alive. I can't do anything to fix my problem. I need God to rescue me. And so are you willing to recognize that you cannot save yourself, but only Jesus can save you just based on his actions?
0: I feel like I'm not qualified enough to answer that question I don't
1: don't know It's not based on qualifications The thief on the cross wasn't qualified either Because it's not based on qualifications It's based on you hearing the message Faith comes by hearing Paul says So in this conversation you're getting to hear the message And you can actually be now placing your faith no longer in yourself But now in Jesus alone From this very day on And therefore know you're going to heaven
0: so like so i mean do you believe then that all of the all of the things that like that i i mean it's not me i'm not i'm not getting it's it's weird i'm not giving myself credit i would give the holy spirit credit i give god credit for the good things that i that i've done and again i don't want you to like say you're so good because that's not the point but it's like doesn't wasn't that doesn't that like like i mean doesn't i mean i don't want to make it sound like it's like a little marble system where you get a little treat every or a point <laughs> every time you do something but i feel like that that counts for something it, it has to it has to count for something to be to be like because i've met evangelicals before and um they're really like some of them are kind of abrasive or you know i they're not they're not terrible people i, I have a lot right, of respect right. for Protestants, but like they're they're not i don't know they're like they're everything. like holier than now but it's I, yeah, and I don't know. I, they they wouldn't do good things, but they they believe that just because they put all their faith in just him and sole scripture and sole Fide that they're going to have, and I can't accept that for some reason. It, it so, doesn't separate. So
1: right remember it like that example where you did the five crimes today, you did ten good deeds tomorrow. The ten good deeds didn't fix the five crimes, did they? I, but to a certain and,
0: degree, I think it, I can or I
1: really how not, but that would be bribery really. that would be like hey judge i did the five crimes but take a look at these 10 good things just t- turn a so, blind eye to those five crimes that's bribery god's not going to accept a bribe but
0: what if what if i'm like an ass to someone and then i feel so terrible but this has actually happened to me many times where i'm like needlessly rude or something to somebody hmm. it really hurts me later on i really feel bad about it and then i'll go out of my way not to be and to be actively kinder to people to yeah that's, so is that not? That's
1: a good thing, but it, future obedience doesn't fix past wrongdoings, right? So if you today, um, yesterday you committed adultery, but today you're like, I'm going to go out of my way not to commit adultery. That doesn't fix the fact you committed adultery yesterday, and that was still wrong.
0: But then, is that the permanent? being on your soul then can yeah. you not wash that away with good works
1: no no amount of good works will ever wash away any sin dude, don't
0: tell me this dude hold on you don't tell me this i thought well i'm almost certain this this no oh, no no no, that can't be true man why i can't be true you have to be, you cleanse clean yourself before it, if you sin you have to clean yourself and it's like you must
1: that's what that's what that's Tenant what Islam Muslim, but that's what Islam teaches that's what Buddhism no, teaches that's No no no, Hinduism no. Teach. no 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 they no, all no, teach no. that similar idea in that they think you cleanse yourself by future good deeds or future obedience but you think about God's made us as logical people and if you think logically does doing good ever clean yourself up from the wrong you've done cuz think about it, when God judges you he doesn't judge you based on let's let's look what's weigh up your good deeds versus your bad deeds he doesn't do that on judgment day, God just simply looks at, have you broken my law ever in your entire life? And he's going to see, yeah. oh, yep, you've done this there, you've done that there, you've done there. He doesn't look at your good deeds. He just looks at, have you broken my law? Just like a judge in a court of law. A, good, a judge doesn't weigh up a criminal's good deeds versus bad deeds in his life. He just looks up, has the criminal broken the law? And if so, he's guilty and deserves punishment.
0: So, like god's gonna know i mean i obviously i know obviously he will but like god's gonna know every single he's gonna mention every and all these terrible things that i've done are permanently on my soul yeah
1: permanently on your record that's, and you can't I do can't, anything to I fix it i can't do that much
0: no but, i have to say the, dude. i said the rosary that can't be that's like a bar soap. but the you better
1: can't. i think the sooner you realize this the better it's going to be for you right it's breaking my the, heart dude Well, I'm glad though. I'm glad this is breaking your heart in some way because it's going to make you realize I can't cleanse myself. No amount of rosary praying or any other thing I could do could ever clean myself up, because I've got a permanent stain against my record. God says I must be perfect. I'm no longer perfect. Therefore, I need someone who is perfect, who's willing to swap places with me. Take my hell, and he'll credit me with his perfection. And that's how we're we're righteous in God's eyes, not because we're we've cleaned ourselves up but because jesus's perfection was credited to our account when we trusted in him
0: listen man this is a really really random question but i have to ask you so have you ever heard of the battle of lepanto no i haven't the battle of lepanto i'll just on the battle of i'll just i'll type in lepanto right yeah this is something that happened and this was a turning point in the history of europe and we wouldn't be here if this didn't happen and this happened as a result. This is a, a massive ottoman islamic force was in the, in the mediterranean sea pushing towards western europe and okay. a tiny like a small fleet of the holy league this like um this is just around the time of the reformation right so catholicism was kind of it was kind of on the ropes a little tiny bit and at around this time um this was like it this could have been it for everyone and uh the just before this happened they they all said the rosary every single man that went on these boats to fight the ottomans said the rosary and because they were like massively outnumbered and i mean upon i mean as as soon as they finished saying the rosary dude the wind changed direction it started pushing them towards the ottomans and they were able to like crash into the ottomans and board their ships and fucking slaughter them dude and and save save all of christendom this this we wouldn't be having this conversation if that didn't happen and I can't I can't explain that there's nothing in the Bible that says that that's true but that that has to mean something man that has to mean something
1: but I, I've had the same similar things where someone said hey look I prayed to my Hindu God and therefore my son got healed now are you gonna think oh therefore Hinduism's true because that occurred or you're just gonna say hey look coincidences can happen is one thing or second it can just be God's kindness God can choose to do favorable things for people not because they did something, but even in spite of things that they do. Right?
0: Jer, I don't know, man. You're just too smart. I, uh, I. <laughs> Dude, what part of Australia are you from? I'm
1: from Brisbane.
0: Brisbane? That's inland, right?
1: No, it's on the coast, east coast of Brisbane. Oh, uh, of Australia, okay. east coast. Right. What's the capital
0: of It's, uh, is that Brisbane? It's capital? No,
1: cap- capital's Canberra.
0: And that's inland,
1: right? Yeah, that's inland, yeah.
0: Dude, I know that, um, Adelaide. I used to have a woman from a long time ago from Adelaide, oh, okay. and she used to, she used to call it the the city of churches or something. Yeah, that's she was a massive, it. Yeah. massive evangelical Christian, and um, she sounded she sounded like like her, but like smarter. It's weird. It's <laughs> I don't have do you, so you don't have any like veneration for Mary. You don't have any veneration for saints. You have any veneration for I, the people? I that, know
1: that I'm a saint the reason is, is because that's how the apostle paul declared what saint is a saint he says in first corinthians chapter 1 verse 2 he says um you've been called to be saints together with anyone else who call who's called upon the name of our lord jesus christ So if you've called upon the name name of the lord jesus christ you're trusting him you're a saint according to the apostle
0: but paul. that's but this is what i mean about the magisterium because that is too that that i that the the alternate um interpretation of that is calling on jesus christ is in performing miracles not like just calling on him, etc., but it's per- the performance that, of miracles. But that wouldn't make any
1: sense in terms. He so he's saying everyone in that church is a saint. In the Corinthian no, no, church, no. he says mm. you've been called to be saints. He even says it to the Romans as well in Romans one seven. All of them are saints. Well, that wouldn't have implied. They he's... all did miracles. Even Paul says in Corinthians, not everyone does miracles, so it can't be. It has to be based on a miracle. I but the reason why the reason why i think the roman catholic church has invented the idea of that only certain people are saints is because they've departed from grace thinking that it's purely by grace and they're thinking it's by performance and they think these certain people have got so many good deeds they have an excess of merit even that uh, we're going to class them as a really special person above every other christian because it's all tying back to this our discussion of thinking that they think they can wash away sins by future obedience. But future obedience never f- fixes past wrongdoing. Otherwise Christ would not need to die on the cross for you if your future obedience could fix your past sins.
0: So you think like the Lamb of God is the only thing that can wipe away like mm. sins?
1: Yeah. It, it, says there, it says in Revelation, those in heaven have made their robes white in the blood of the lamb so the blood of the lamb has made us clean nothing about us it's all about christ
0: i wish more protestants sounded like you man I, they, they all sound like john Macarthur to me they'll sound a bit uh <laughs> a bit anti about anti anything i remember listening to john Macarthur, and i almost started crying with rage because he said that we're all uh, or like uh that we're all going to hell like every <laughs> every single catholic is going to hell i was infuriated <laughs> I don't know, man. That's I crazy. Don't, like, uh, no, don't hey, look, but
1: the, re- but the reason why I share this is because I do want you to go to heaven. I really do. And I know that if your trust is not in Jesus alone to save you, you won't make it into heaven. It's like this. If I'm trying to give you a gift, a really nice gift, but you insist on paying for some of it, if I want to give it as a gift, I'm not going to give it to you if you insist on paying for it. And so in the same way god wants to give you the gift of heaven as a free gift if you insist that you must do something to earn it you won't get it god will reject it god god won't give it to you and you'll therefore have to bear your own punishment
0: i need to i don't know i need to get edifying i like that word um I need to get i need to get more serious and i need to get more serious like i'd have my favorite Definitely. verses etc i like my i like certain books and i love reading like the beatitudes etc but i need to get more serious about it i absolutely do this yeah. has inspired me in that regard and i uh, don't know, man. you're too good i don't I'll know. i'll encourage
1: the, you to read these three chapters even tonight read romans three four and five
0: Romans 3, 4, 5. Wow, I don't, really, I don't need to write that down. Yeah,
1: so Paul really stresses in there how it's not by works, it's only by faith alone. And you can see his argument there, it's a very sound argument, and easy, easily understandable as well. And I think if you read that with an open mind, you won't come away from that thinking that your efforts play any part in your entry to heaven. But why, why
0: does James say that faith without works is dead?
1: Yeah, because people misunderstand James. I, uh, James, I love that James has says that, because he's simply saying true faith leads to obedience. It's not saying that obedience or the good works saves you, but that the good works will be a fruit if you are truly saved, if you truly have faith. Right? Does that make sense? So if somebody, let's say one of your friends claims to be a vegetarian today, but then you still see him eat meat for every single meal, is he really a vegetarian? No. right so his works evidence he's not really what he claims to be and so if someone claims to be a christian but has no interest whatsoever in living for the lord that would be evidence they're not really a christian they're faking it
0: Hmm. so you don't believe in lent you don't believe in in
1: hey if you it's... want to fast on certain days that's fine it's not it's not it's something you have to do, but it's something if you want to choose to fast for certain days. That's okay.
0: So do you, like, I mean, this is kind of a dumb question, but, like, do you not believe in, like, not eating meat on Fridays because Jesus, like, didn't, the you know, Good Friday didn't, or, oh, I don't know.
1: Or, so or I, no, I, don't, I, I don't hold to that tradition because uh, if you don't want to eat meat on Friday, that's okay. But you don't elevate it as, like, this is a command of God, I cannot eat meat on Fridays. Otherwise, you're doing what the Pharisees did, who elevated their own doctrines, their own ideas to the doctrines of God
0: but if you think of it this way this is what this is okay right i, I forgot this is a, a decent argument that i have in this but this is about as good as it gets but if we're to act more like jesus if we're to act as jesus did if he if we want to be like jesus why not act like him suffer for 40 days and 40 nights the way that he did and then you know cut something off that you love as jesus did act like him act look, look at the veneration following that the logic the
1: following that logic you would also have to get crucified Following the logic, you would, you would not be able to own a home. Jesus says, ca- "The Son of Man has nowhere to lay his head." That means you should be homeless, not just for 40 days, but for every, every, every day out of the year, right? For the three years of his public ministry.
0: But, uh, uh, but also, it's—I mean, one of the Ten Commandments is to honor thy father and thy mother, right? And mm-hmm. if Jesus Christ is our God, and I mean, dude, you couldn't get more important than Jesus Christ. And look, look at the veneration that he gave his own mother. He said behold this is your mother he said this to sort of all of us right and if we we're to respect jesus christ why not be like him and honor his mother in such a way that he did she's a part she was a perfect perfect woman and it's it's, well, it's, but, it's, hold it's... Up,
1: but there's a leap, leap there so honoring somebody is not saying that they're perfect or or saying to pray to them honoring them like me honoring you means i'm not going to be rude to you disrespect you um, I'm going to show you perfect courtesy. That's a way of honoring you, right? But if mm-hmm. I started praying to you, hopefully you'd be like, hold up, what are you doing? Don't pray to me, right? Yeah. And so I think that's the same thing with Mary. She had a special role in giving birth to Jesus, very special role. But even herself, she never claimed to be perfect in anything she said. In her Magnificat, the song that she sung, she even said there, I rejoice in God, my Savior. Now, if some, God... If she needed God as her saviour the only people who need God as saviour are those who have sinned right? that's why we need God as our saviour because we're, we're a sinner and so she was a sinner who God was able to use to give birth to Jesus and that doesn't affect Jesus in a negative way because it's not as if like sin is transferred through the bloodline or anything like that instead Jesus was not a sinner didn't have original sin because he didn't have Adam as his representative in the garden of Eden and that's why he was born without original sin. But everyone else has got an original sin.
0: Is that actually what that is? That he didn't have Adam as a representative. Yeah.
1: That's, that's actually
0: reason. hey, you know what? I didn't know that. I didn't know that. But I, I thought it was because that he was he was, I mean, he was immaculately conceived because yeah, Mary was a perfect and she was also immaculately conceived. She was I mean not not in the Christ yeah. way, but like she was born perfectly sinless. And yeah well that's what some people said but
1: there's no basis for that and it makes far more sense how paul talks about in romans that someone about a representative so adam was the representative for the whole of humanity except jesus christ and so but when a person comes to trust in christ they've now got a new representative jesus christ and they're no longer in adam they're now in jesus And that's hmm. why Mary didn't have to be sin- uh, 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 a perfect person um, to give birth to Jesus.
0: Do you think Mary committed sin in her life?
1: Well according to her own words if she says, I rejoice in God my Savior that would imply yes
0: um, oh. um, so...
1: but but that's but that's okay because it doesn't affect Jesus It doesn't affect Jesus. but she she was was she was
0: the ark of the new covenant she was and that's why she's always portrayed in blue no hold up. why do you say she's
1: the ark of the new covenant what do you mean
0: she bore the new covenant she was i mean she doesn't mean she's the ark Ark
1: of of the new covenant she she just had the role of giving birth to jesus christ but that doesn't mean she's the fulfillment of the ark of the covenant uh it just means she had that role and and then her role actually in the, the New Testament is very minimal. If you look at it, she gave birth to Jesus and then nothing much else is mu- talked about her. Very minimal role in that sense. S- but in fact, even at one stage, um, Jesus almost rebukes his, Mary and and the rest of his earthly family for their lack of faith in Jesus uh, when... Uh, even they thought in Mark chapter one it says Mary and, and that basically the family of Jesus were saying, Jesus, you're out of your mind So they're in some way dishonouring Jesus by saying he's out of his mind. And then and then there's even one woman who said, Look, blessed are the is the, the breasts at which you nursed and, you know, the womb that bore you And Jesus says, Not yeah. blessed rather are those who hear the word of God and keep it. So you're you're even more blessed if you hear the word of God and keep it than even Mary is. According to Jesus Christ. Hmm. She's blessed to be able to give birth to Jesus. Yeah, that's a blessing. Just like we're blessed to be able to be entrusted with the gospel. That's a blessing.
0: But the the archangel said to her, he quote, he mean he didn't quote. We, I mean this this prayer came from this verse. I, I assume. But hail Mary, full of grace. He said that to her. She was. So do you full want hail?
1: What does the word hail mean?
0: Well, hail Mary, awe Maria, like. I heal like. So you know, I mean, you know, when you're catching in, in a bus, and you're putting the palm leaves down, like that, right,
1: like sure. So when you're catching a bus, right? What do they always say? You got to hail the bus driver, don't you? Right?
0: Don't say that.
1: <laughs> no, 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 But what does the word hail mean? If you look up, literally in the di- in the dictionary, what the word hail means, It doesn't mean worship. It doesn't mean worship. it Doesn't mean praise them. It just means get their um, attention, right? So you say, well, hey, it's a greeting. It's, it's basically a greeting. It's a greeting. Hey, hey, bus driver, I'm here. Pick me up. I want to be picked up. right? And so in the same way, when it says, Hail Mary, in, any, in modern English, because hail is an old-fashioned term, in modern English, it just mm. simply says, Greetings, Mary, O favoured one, O one who has received grace. Remember, grace is unmerited favour. So there's nothing inherent in Mary that makes her special if grace means unmerited favor it just simply means hey hey mary g'day mary um y- you have this role now of giving birth to jesus christ just like that
0: but he could have chose anyone but he chose a perfect well he created no her no no perf-
1: no it doesn't say perfect nothing in the text implies in fact mary doesn't even affirm that she's perfect by affirming that she needs a, sa- a savior so she... Because can God choose to use even people who are sinners to accomplish his purposes? Mm-hmm. Think yes. of Abraham. Was Abraham more noble? Not really. He lied about his wife. He had some distrust about God's promise. He had he went and married his, his uh, maidservant, or Sarah's maidservant, and, and all this sort of stuff. So he wasn't faithful. Think of Noah. He got drunk. Um, And every page, even David, right, a man after God's own heart, committed adultery with Bathsheba, murdered Uriah the Hittite. So God uses sinners to accomplish his purposes.
0: Something I have a lot of respect. That's just, uh, besides you guys, Protestants are really good with the Old Testament as well. So that's uh, that's good. I (laughs) I can't, the Old Testament's too, it's like, even I, it's like too much. But... I don't know man it's like
1: so so that's why if, so that's why God can choose a woman Mary yep even though you're a sinner Mary you're gonna have this role
0: see from day one man I have been told the absolute opposite I can't it's like I it's 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 almost like it's turning my stomach here
1: in this I know but... it's different to what you thought do you know even Jesus affirms John the Baptist is even a, probably has a higher role than Mary does well i
0: know i mean john the baptist is a saint but he's uh i wasn't i mean he has a higher role according
1: to jesus jesus says among those born of woman there is no one greater than john the baptist
0: where did he say that i don't remember yeah he says it, it's
1: he was... in matthew um see, matthew around about verse chapter 11 when john's disciples come to jesus and say hey jesus are you the one to come or should we look for another And then he says, among those born of woman, there's no one greater than John the Baptist. Yet, anyone who's going to be in the kingdom of heaven is going to be even greater than John the Baptist. So basically, John the Baptist had such a special role of being the forerunner to the Messiah, the one who announced, this is the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. It's a far more special role than even Mary had, according to Jesus Christ. But then Jesus makes the point, but anyone who goes to heaven is going to have even a more amazing role there. Than even John the Baptist did have here
0: make a really <laughs> good kiss <laughs> but uh, I have to do more reading I'm yeah not, I'm not well check personal. it with the
1: Bible check it with the Bible it's always what I say and it it is the standard so let me ask you then based on what I've shared with you does doing good things have any part in you going to heaven
0: fuck what you've told me it would imply no um but right. it's uh, for uh, in my own life experience i feel fi- i find that not to be i just it's not i mean i'm not affirming myself that's not what i'm saying but i'm just like i dude i keep it i keep it really i keep it really kosher with jesus he can't tell me the stuff i i'm like really i'm on the same page as this guy and i can't i can't think of like i can't do it's, it's this but explain why is it, like, if Jesus didn't want his church split, why is it so, why is the Protestant, like, the, that thing so brutally split and the Catholic Church is, well, even the Catholic Church split, I mean, the Orthodox, and, but mm. you know what I mean? Like But, like, as far as we're, con- like, as far as I can, like, the Roman Catholic Church is the oldest <laughs> organization in the entire world, and it has been around Jesus Christ, as far as I believe, established it. He, he, he put Peter on that throne as a steward on up for him on earth. And I think that that line although we've had terrible guys in the post we have an absolute demon in the post right now those guys have kept the faith <laughs> for the most part those guys have kept the faith for the most part you ever heard of Pius XII, the 12th Pius the 12th was the last great Pope that we ever had the guy did he was live? Truly from 19, well he reigned from 1938 or 1937 to 1958 something like that and he died okay and he was he could not have been more holy the man could not have he he worked he's like he worked magic or something it's hard it's it's hard to see the
1: point though even it's interesting you said your current pope your degree is like a demon basically he's absolutely
0: absolutely Freemason and dude's not real he's a right so
1: then even that is proof that um you cannot trust a pope like that because each pope is going to say different things you have one that says this one more conservative one's more liberal and that's why the, the pope or the magisterium cannot be the standard because they're going to contradict each other each generation
0: but we've had the same we've had mostly the same rules i mean up until about 19 well uh, this is what i mean when Pius XII died vatican II. do you know about that maybe not but like yeah i've heard of vatican, vatican II.
1: yeah yeah
0: it changed it changed a lot and it didn't right. change it for the good so this is why we consider like well i'm not like a set of accountants or whatever the people that believe that the pope hasn't been a pope since then but i believe that he was the last great one and it was changed something happened it was infiltrated right. by freedom. and there's
1: been changes if you look if you look at the history there's been popes even not just the past hundred years but years before that where one says this and then a few generations of popes will say something different and they've contradicted each other in fact that was one of the reasons why martin luther is <laughs> like hey look popes have contradicted themselves i got and he gave reasons and that's another reason why he left the catholic church but the whole idea more of apostolic succession that peter somehow like he was obviously he's an apostle but mm-hmm. that he transferred his apostleship or his authority to someone else there's not any evidence either in anything peter said of of or in in history that he actually did that there's no basis for it right jesus didn't even give up an instruct give some instructions hey peter after you leave Make sure you give your authority to someone. No, we don't see that instruction either. Instead, we see the apostles being appointed by Jesus Christ to lay the foundation of the church. But now the foundation's been laid, you don't need apostles anymore. We instead just build on top of that foundation that's already been laid with pastors, teachers, and evangelists, as Ephesians talks about. And that is why there are no more apostles today. You had to be a witness of the resurrected Christ to be an apostle, according to Acts One. No one today has seen the resurrected Christ, so therefore there are no apostles.
0: Do you believe you don't i I'm gonna tell you you don't believe in any sort of apparitions or anything? Do you like the Jesus or Mary or Saints visiting people?
1: Um, like God like, can do anything head. he God can do anything he wants, but and God God can make angels appear. But to be an apostle, it says you had to be have lived in Jesus' time, been with him since the start of Jesus' ministry for the three years, all the way until his death and his resurrection. So even if someone claimed to have an apparition, they weren't still living for the three years with Jesus during his public ministry. I don't know.
0: I like it's just too much, man. Why is but believing in Jesus, believing in God, is so complicated? Whenever like he's, I take one step out of I can't, like, my Catholic square, one step out, and I'm already, like, dude, I feel sick. I can't, like, like I, yeah. I, it's weird. Like, I can't, I thought, like, you know, it's it took, so...
1: Confusing. It took three days. Paul, the Apostle Paul, before he got converted, he was a chief opponent of the church. He hated Christianity. Yeah.
0: Wrote to Damascus. It, it God had to eyes.
1: humble him massively by blinding him. And God left him blinded for three the, days, it, and he ate yeah, no food, no food. I remember, food, yeah. no I remember rubber, that. I read that right yeah. yeah and so he was he would have been feeling horrible after knowing what he'd been doing and so it's okay that you start stepping out of that catholic circle and you might be feeling you know uneasy you might be feeling um like lost, dude, i feel? would be
0: lost i'm i'm still in it but i'm like looking out the window now and it's like dude it's like so it's like a big wasteland it's like there's just i feel like there's too many but it's not there might
1: be wasteland all around but you'll see Jesus Christ. And if you can see Jesus Christ, head towards him.
0: It's, I don't know, dude, what dude, what do denominations exist for?
1: Well, denominations are just different kinds of, of churches, and they might just have small differences. Generally, they have just small differences between each other. Not on the major, just on, on non-essentials. And so you can go to a denominational, or even just a non-denominational, it doesn't really matter. Church, as long as it's faithful in teaching that we're saved, not by what we do, but what Christ has done for us. And they teach from the Bible. And so, if someone gives you a gift, do you have to do any good things to get it? No, you don't have to work for it, you don't have to pay for it. And so if Jesus is offering you this gift of salvation today, him paying for all of your sin, would you have to do anything good to get it? Um, No. No. And so I'm hoping today you're going to accept it because he won't always offer this to you. You could die at any time, and when you die, there's no second chance. You don't end up in purgatory; you end up in hell, because you have to bear your own punishment if you haven't trusted in Christ. So today is the day of salvation, the Bible says.
0: I don't know. I can't. I can't just. I can't just. Uh, no. It's you make a really good point, but I need to go and do some yeah. extra research on it because this it's but a the big, research it's a you should really do.
1: Is in the Bible. Read it for yourself. God has given us a book that's actually very clear. It's very easy to understand. Even a child child can grasp it. Jesus says, "Let all the little children come to me," because he he didn't say, "No, you've got to get an advanced degree before you can understand the Bible." That's, that's a simple true. enough message.
0: That's true. He did say he. What did he say? Like uh, I remember the, I can't remember the exact verse. I haven't read it in a long time. But it sort of shocked me when he said that. Like, um, the like he he got a child and he said like to be like him. And then not long after he said, like if your if it if your hand causes you to sin, cut it off. Or if your if your eye causes you to sin, so mm. totally, like, I mean, I know the guy was just being he was being dramatic,
1: he was being hypothetical, but like, yeah. as if really, as if I was pretty, I was insane. I don't know, man. I just... Yeah, yeah. And so, are you willing to come to Jesus like a child, realizing because do children earn or buy the food that they parents give them, or do their parents give it to them freely? <laughs>
0: i thought I, I just it's so weird to me the thought of just like that's it you just say yo i love jesus and that's, that's not no I no it's not about even God.
1: loving jesus It's not based on loving jesus It's about trusting that he died for your sin now that makes but you I love do. him but if it was based I, on your love for him that's still based on yourself what you've done but
0: i, I do believe that fully 100 percent, that he died for my sins and he did it for me not just, like, not just for me. He did it for me and everybody that has ever come, and everyone that has ever... Well, not everyone that's ever been, but everyone that's Only ever become. Only those right. trust,
1: who's done it for them. So ultimately, if you don't trust, he doesn't pay for your sins. You pay for it yourself then, right? <sighs> and so, do you believe that he paid for 100% of all of your past and future sins?
0: <sighs> I'm going to say yes, mom, but I have to do more reading.
1: Okay. Because if the answer is yes Then how much punishment is left For you to still get None Which is why there can't be a purgatory Because they've got no punishment left And so therefore Where would you get to go if you're trusting in Christ Heaven Yeah. This is the good news See it as beautiful news hey, that God This is was... not good news
0: You really stick <laughs> what was I that i don't know how to feel this you made me sick this isn't good news this is awful like, i don't know what to think i've never ever dude. we literally fought a war against protestants dude i've never even had a, i've never had like a true conversation like i'm from northern ireland right i don't know if right. I already told you this, but we had a we had a really really bloody war with these people mm. and this i can't i couldn't i just couldn't man it would be i don't know yeah. it's too much That's... i'd need to do a lot more reading
1: do you know who also, like the Jewish people, had a lot of hatred and animosity towards the Samaritans? Do you remember that? Yes. Yeah. yeah. And yet, they the, the apostles had to learn that even the Samaritans can become believers in Jesus and are saved. Right? And so therefore, even though you may have hated Protestants before, now you can say, hey, look, maybe they've got some good stuff that I need to learn from.
0: I respect them, but I don't know it's their theology. I don't know. It's 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 really convincing. It's like you make excellent arguments, but it's like it's too simple. I have to. I, it's like it's it, it, that's why it's so easy to understand. It's because it's so snappy, so simple. Just love, just love Jesus and accept no, no, he died no, for no, the cross. It's yeah, with it, with your mouth, It's trusting it's that he died for your sin. Accepting the sacrifice yeah, and saying believing. it with your mouth. That, no, you don't. It's not one, even that
1: like you have to say anything with your mouth because even mute people can go to heaven if they can't say anything with their mouth right? because otherwise that would still imply well I've said these three words in my he- mouth no it's simply nothing in my hands I bring simply to the cross I cling Right? it's not about you confessing it's not about you saying a sinner's prayer or walking an aisle somewhere it's simply realizing I deserve hell for all my sin but Jesus paid for all my sin I'm going to heaven as a result So, what is what are you going to trust in to get you to heaven? Are you going to trust in what you do, partly, or are you going to trust simply in what Jesus did to save you?
0: I, I just, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go where the spirit takes me. I don't
1: where the spirit takes <sighs> you. Well, the spirit is allowing this. Faith comes by hearing, the apostle Paul says, and so this conversation. Could be the conversation you need to say, Well the spirits there's no coincidence. You know, out of forty thousand people God connects us together. You're hearing the good news today. God wants you to accept this for a gift because you realise you are rejecting the gift if you don't accept it. You
0: can't say that. I'm not rejecting anything that I would never reject anything that Christ gave me.
1: If I'm if I'm offering you a gift but you insist on paying for it, are you not rejecting the gift?
0: Yes, you're I mean
1: and so if Christ wants to give you something as a free gift, which he says in Romans six twenty three, and you say, no, I need to buy it or clean myself up to get it, you are rejecting the gift from Jesus.
0: Then what have I, like, I mean, if that's true, then what the hell have I been, like, what has been working in my life this whole time? All this time that I've been praying, all this time that I've been, you know, did mm-hmm. I, I ask the saints for intercession every day? I prayed. There's a. I mean, I have a calendar that every month I. I mean, I I pray to Saint Joseph every day of my life before I leave the house. It's, it's, and it works for me, dude. It's like I'm safe. I'm I'm always like safe. I'm always healed. If I get hurt, I do Brazilian jiu or whatever. Anytime I get hurt, anything like that, I'm always safe. I'm always like kosher because I always ask for help.
1: But never, always... so, so did the Hindu, who's been praying to their Hindu God, and they've been safe for the past three years as well. But that's not proof that Hinduism's true, and this is not proof that praying to that saint was a good idea. Right? Instead, it's God's kindness that He's allowed you in these last three years to now to no longer just be atheistic or just you know be completely rebellious, rebellious but actually now care, care about God in some ways. That's a good thing. But what you've come to is the law of God, and Paul says the law of God it's not there to justify you not there to make you right before God it's there to bring the knowledge of sin so I'm glad you're seeing look I ought not to swear or lie or steal or look at porn or get drunk I I should not do that because that's sins but you would know that you still break that law all the time in some ways right Mm
0: -hmm.
1: and therefore how could you be justified by the law if you're still breaking it and, you've, and it doesn't get rid of the past history of the times you've already broken it and so it should make you broken and realize I can do nothing to save myself I need Jesus Christ who's done it all on my behalf hmm. so that prepared you for this conversation if you if we had this conversation four years ago you may not have even cared about any of those things we're talking about
0: I wasn't have. But no, I, I mean, I, 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 I like any, even like anyone who has like a, a faith in, in Jesus Christ, even like Mormons have like respect for them, even though they're not true. I don't know. Right. I yeah. mean, yeah, I, they're not true.
1: I, yeah. They, they believe in all crazy stuff.
0: Who's worse, Mormons or Catholics?
1: Well, both believe in a form of salvation by works. And therefore both don't actually have salvation if they believe in what their church teaches now at least Catholics will hold on to the Trinity which the Mormons don't so that's yeah. the floor in the Mormonism
0: they, they believe in aliens or something like that yeah they, and they
1: believe power. in a lot of other crazy ideas. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you can become a god yeah. yourself even
0: yeah, yeah like God the God of our universe walked the earth at some point
1: yeah uh, a bit weird they're like um, whatever God once was just man, and then he became God, and then you can become God one day too. It's just really craziness. But but I guess the point is, is that, do you know when you're going to die? No. No. Could be today, right? It's mm-hmm. possible. And so if you died right now, where would you go?
0: Dude i really hope have because he, he like he knows that i he but yeah again you're gonna say that thing about the gift
1: his standards perfection have you lived up to his standard
0: no absolutely no. not
1: and and no amount of good deeds ever fixes your bad so where would god have to send you
0: hell yeah that but you're telling me dude you. what you're telling me is that like all of all of my family members like all these people that i have prayed for constantly since they died are are dead and they're gone and they're in hell because i like dude my bed my the reason i became the god in the first place was my best friend and my cousin died in a car crash like that and i I i never got to say goodbye to him and we were on bad terms the last time i seen him we had an argument wow and he left and he had never seen him again and uh and that Destroyed me, but it's. It, it, I was rebuilt by you know believing in, in God and, and you know becoming religious and, and zealous. But I, you're telling like this is making me like you're, t- what you're telling me is that these people are I'll never see them again. And like, no matter how much I prayed for them or asked Mary or Jesus or Joseph or anyone to like help them, that they're in hell and they're never getting out.
1: And I don't know their state, I didn't know what they were believing before they died. Right, but if they didn't trust in Christ, then they have gone to hell. But this is the thing if you, um, the best thing for you to do is first of all, for you to not end up in hell with them. In fact, you won't even be with them, it's darkness, it's loneliness there. You don't see anyone in hell, right? So if you go to hell, you're not seeing anyone there. The best thing for you to do is to believe the gospel message, know that you're going to heaven, and therefore you can help your living friends and family who are still alive and share the message with them so that they can go to heaven too.
0: Jeez. I And you, of course, you don't believe in praying for the dead at all. No, that doesn't work. Well, it's in not Protestant. going to change
1: anything. It's not going to change anything because the only option of having salvation was during life, you trusted that Jesus paid for your sin. If you didn't trust that, you pay for your own sin and you're getting what you, and those people who go to hell are getting what they deserve it's not like god's doing something unjust by sending them to hell they broke god's law they got to get god's punish for, punishment for all eternity
0: but they weren't They but they didn't deserve it they deserve cleansing flame they deserve that they deserve to be they deserve to be there and know what they did wrong but they were still he was still a good he was a person that if god i don't know if he had given if he was given the opportunity it's just I just wish the had taken it
1: to you? Yeah, absolutely. And, and you can't change the past, but what you can do is think about all your other friends and family members, how you can help them to know the way. I
0: don't know why I've got crucifixes and pictures of Mary and Jesus all over my house. I don't know what the day did. <laughs> doesn't, I thought doesn't I was, matter. I'm pretty
1: um... Just like, you know, I chat to some Buddhists and they have Buddhist statues all around their house things change right they can come to trust in christ and they'll get rid of some of those things
0: what denomination are you are you any denomination like i just call
1: myself a christian i just call myself a christian i personally go to a presbyterian church but i don't call myself a presbyterian i just call myself a christian and i try yeah line up my beliefs just with the bible
0: Mm. and you were you you were never a catholic on life or were you always
1: yeah, never been Christian. I became a Christian at probably about the age of 15, and it, that simply happened just by reading through the Bible, and seeing the truthfulness of it, seeing my own sin, and how Christ was the Savior. You know how you mentioned like, we often think, "Oh, look, they no one no one deserves hell, or they didn't deserve hell." But I think it's really helpful to us for us to realize our sins are not minor offenses before God. They are serious. It's basically Cosmic treason. Because if I was in your house, right, and you, out of your kindness of your heart, I needed a place to stay. You said you let me stay in your house, and you set the house rules. But I and I said, hey, look, I'm not going to listen to any of your house rules. I'm going to do whatever I want in your house, and I could not care less about what you have to say. How would you feel if I said that to you?
0: Heavily disrespected
1: right you'd be greatly offended and you probably wouldn't let me stay there much longer right the same thing god has given us a beautiful universe for us to enjoy he has been so kind in giving us this place and we've all said god i don't want you i want to live life my way not your way in your universe we are committing cosmic treason then what do we deserve for such willful rebellion against our creator Hell yeah every person deserves hell. there's no such thing as a good person then
0: <sighs> I
1: don't know did I need a I don't know, I need a bath I don't know what to do I don't know what to do I don't know <laughs> where, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know where to put myself you, you, Jesus is offering you this spiritual bath where he cleanses you he takes away all your sins all your sins get credited to him all of his perfection gets credited to you. So on Judgment Day, God sees you as spotless, because He sees you through the lens of Jesus Christ. But what?
0: But what then if this is all wrong, and I get to the party gates, and Mary's standing there, and she's got the snake under her heel, and she's like, "You absolute idiot! You absolute idiot!
1: You walk away from it." What if that's? All? What if this is all right as well? I don't know. Well, that's but that's not even going to possible. Cause think about it. Oh what i'm encouraging you to do is to trust in jesus christ alone to save you from eternal hell if jesus christ if sacrifice was insufficient then we're all doomed right what could me relying on my good deeds ever do because by by trusting in two things to save me if it's i think it's jesus plus my good deeds I'm now no longer trusting 100% in Jesus. I'm trusting 50% in Jesus, 50% in what I do. But the Bible says even our greatest deeds are like filthy rags in the sight of God.
0: Filthy rags. I, I remember that, that lady from Adelaide said that a lot. Filthy Sweet. rags.
1: Yeah, filthy rag. The best deed you've done is a filthy rag in the sight of God. So why would our good deeds ever play a part in our entry into heaven, when Christ's work on the cross was perfect? and completely sufficient to pay for our sins. I don't know. Do you remember there's a verse, you probably know that you might have heard this verse before. In Matthew 7, verses 22 to 23, it says, On that day, on the day of judgment, many will say to me, Lord, Lord, did we not prophesy in your name and cast out demons in your name and do many mighty works in your name? And then will I declare to them, I never knew you. Depart from me, you workers of lawlessness. You've heard of that one before.
0: I have. It's yeah. my favorite cho- It's like my favorite chapter, Matthew seven. It's like one of my oh, favorite okay. things in the entire chapter Matthew seven chapter uh, or chap- verse uh, chapter seven verse six. My favorite verse or in the entire Bible, the oh, nice. Purse before swine.
1: Ah, oh, okay, uh, yeah, interesting. Yeah, I know that. Yeah, I do know that. So these these people who are saying Lord, Lord to Jesus. What were they thinking was the reason why they should be led into heaven?
0: That, well, that they're doing mighty works in his name.
1: Right. So they're trusting, at least partly, in their own actions to save them. And that's why he says, depart from me." You want to you think your actions play a part in you going to heaven? Well, you're going to be judged on your actions. You're a sinner. A worker of lawlessness is anyone who's done any sin. You're a sinner, so off to hell you go. So either your trust is in partly what you do or it's completely in Jesus Christ and what he's done. And if your trust is in Jesus, you're not going to be rejected on judgment day. He says, those who come to me I will by no means cast out. So,
0: So have all my prayers to Jesus been for nothing? Has he not heard any of it?
1: Well, he knows everything already. So he knows even when an an atheist prays, he knows what they're saying. But your prayers haven't been acceptable to God yet because you haven't got peace with him yet through our Lord Jesus Christ. But from this day on, it can change.
0: I don't know, I don't know, I think Sector, what's your name?
1: My name is Ryan, what's yours? Ronan. Ronan, hey, that's a cool name, that's a good one. So, Ronan, let's say one of your friends says to you, I think I'm going to heaven because I'm a good person, would they go to heaven or hell? Hell. Yeah, and why?
0: Because that's not, that's not why you go to heaven.
1: Right, he's trusting in himself, not in Jesus, so he goes to hell. But what if you had another friend who says, I think I'm going to heaven because of two reasons. First reason, because Jesus died for my sins. Second reason is because I'm a good person. Would they go to heaven or hell? Heaven. Now, are they trusting only in Jesus to get them into heaven?
0: Oh, right. It's a trick question. No, but, yeah, that, but that makes sense to me because that's how I was raised my entire life. <laughs> I can't right. just say that on its own. Of course, well, wouldn't they go to heaven? That doesn't. If you put all your
1: faith in Jesus, but also because... How can person, you put all I'm your old. faith in Jesus if part of your faith is in yourself? <laughs>
0: see? No, I, but I don't see it like that. I see it as I put my faith in Jesus, and as a result, He works the whole, he, the Holy Spirit works through me.
1: Yeah, yeah, we do good works as a result, but you don't think that's part of the reason why you're going to heaven. I'll give you an example. Yeah. If you're at a train station, and you've got two trains waiting there, and they're about to leave, they're going in opposite directions. And you decide to put one foot on one train, in one train and one foot on the other train. And as the trains leave, what's going to happen to you?
0: You're going to get racked, you're going right. to get messed up.
1: Exactly, so you cannot be on both trains. You, you've you got to decide, well, I can't trust in both trains, one train I'm going to go in, with the one, I, the place I need to go to. And so that's the same thing. If you trust in two things to get you to heaven, that's now trusting 50% in Jesus, 50% in yourself, and that will wreck you. You're not going to be saved. You have to place a hundred percent of your trust in Jesus alone and nothing about what you do.
0: You're good, Ryan. You're hey good. god is
1: good only god is good but True that. I, i'm glad you're thinking through this i really am and this is why i'm spending this time with you because i, I so deeply care about you i want you to be in heaven
0: i did yeah, i did i don't know i don't know anymore <laughs> oh my goodness <laughs> but
1: but what you do know is your trust should be 100 percent in jesus to save you do you know that would you agree with that i okay
0: i i i agree
1: and so then how much trust can you have in yourself then none right so it can't be based on your prayers your rosary you're cleansing yourself of sin but what's the point it's
0: it's just i don't know like, what's the point then it's like i
1: don't same know same reason why why did you buy lunch for that fireman who saved your life
0: because he, he was just a really great guy.
1: Right. Well, he, th- yeah, he saved your life. And so, why do we now do... Why do I go and sh- bother to share the gospel with anyone? Why do I read my Bible every day? Why do I do these things? Not just get me saved, because I know I'm saved, and I love the Lord who died for me. That's why I do it. Gratitude is one of the best motivations for doing good deeds if you're doing good deeds out of a i have to do this then that's nowhere that's that's not that's not even very good compared to doing it purely out of love for god and out of gratitude to him it's going to revolutionize your life man for the better i don't know
0: <laughs> dude listen i uh don't. You haven't won anything. Shut up. You haven't done anything. You haven't changed anything. I don't know.
1: Oh. <laughs> Just remember, don't. This is not a debate. Instead, this is. Uh, i uh, It's like. You've got one foot on both trains at the moment. And I'm saying, quick, get onto the train. That's that's going to heaven. And you're like, no, I want to put one foot on both. Can't, man.
0: Damn, Ryan. You're cold, dude. This is icy, but it works. You're good. You spit it, you spit it how you think, how, well, how it is, the Protestants, but oh, it's bizarre. I don't know, man, I just, so Ryan, I, uh, it's, I gotta, go, I gotta go and do, I don't know, man, yeah. I gotta just go. So how you going to find, so what are proper. you going to
1: do, what are you going to do with what you've heard? Tell me what you, what are you going to do with it?
0: Well, what I'm going to do is, um, start reading the New Testament front to back again, get Good. updated, get some more, get my, you know, get, get. Get, I'm a bit rusty on, on it, but like I need to, I ha, I have read the entire New Testament. I swear on my life. Okay. But I, I, it changed my whole life, but um, I need to get back and read it again. This was about a year and a half ago I completed okay. it.
1: Yeah, get into your Bible every day without fail, man. Every day without fail. God wants us to get into the Word. But read Romans 3, 4, and 5 even tonight before you go to bed. Mm-hmm. And realize this, that you may not wake up in the morning. You could have a heart attack through your sleep. You could have a brain aneurysm. I hope not, but it's possible, right? And if you didn't wake up in the morning, where would you end up?
0: I don't know. I oh, don't,
1: why do you what? still say you don't know? You know how many sins you do, and you know how you fail every day.
0: Hell. Hell.
1: Right. God's standard is absolute perfection. He will not let even an idle word you say go unpunished. And so you know it would be hell. And think about the torment of hell how it's a place where you're going to be weeping gnashing your teeth you're going to be feeling forever guilty for all the wrong things you've done and there's no relief there even after a billion years of being in hell there's still nothing to look forward to
0: like uh like lazarus is the guy that owned lazarus that guy could literally see lazarus he uh he wanted did he try to get someone to tell his family about it yeah something like that oh my goodness
1: maybe the people who died in your life are like, I wish someone could tell me t- they could tell do say that, don't <laughs> tell- say that, I'm going to be sick yeah. <laughs> but maybe, right they probably, because if Lazarus was uh, the rich man who went to hell, was like send someone back my brothers, so they don't come here this is a way of, if, if those family members who died, if they went to hell they would love it, if you hear this message and believe it today so even before you go to bed tonight think about this think about you deserve hell but then just trust that Jesus took all the hell you deserve and then it will be like a weight lifted off your shoulders you're going to be skipping for joy as you know yes I'm going to heaven Christ paid for my sins and that's going to make you far more zealous for the Lord than you ever have been before
0: I feel like I couldn't be any more zealous, man. I'd... Well, think about
1: when's the last time you read your Bible, man.
0: Well, that's true. That was a, that was a, at, least a, at least a week ago.
1: That's Yeah, you wouldn't go a week without food, right? So your zealousness can definitely increase.
0: Hey, uh, yeah, it's a good point. Got me there. <laughs> Damn. That's a man. God bless you, man. I'll be praying for you, dude. Me.
1: So So your name again was? Ronan. Ronan, Ronan, my name. Yeah, I'll, be...
0: I'll, I'll, I'll give you my full name, my full Catholic name. As soon as you we we'll had this conversation, my name's Ronan Christopher Paul Maximilian Colby Jones.
1: Oh wow, that's Great. like
0: six names. <laughs> Max Maximilian Colby was a, a wonderful man that died in Auschwitz. Uh, Saint, obviously, and Christopher Paul, self-explanatory. Oh. But I don't know. I don't know.
1: Yeah, hey, that's cool, man. Well, anyway, Ronan, I'll be praying for you. Um, but I'd love to hear from you as well. If you, I've got, I'll send you. Either I've got a TikTok, Instagram, or YouTube you could check out. The username is needgod.net. So if you want to send me a message on any of that, feel hey. free to do that.
0: I literally was speaking to a guy. So you're the guy that like I was talking about earlier on. Oh, what? What do you mean? Needgod.net. Some guy sent me a thing earlier on saying, watch this guy on YouTube. Are you like a YouTuber?
1: I do do some YouTube and Instagram and TikTok, so you can check that out Yeah, if you want to.
0: Hold on. Have you been on like a whole lot because i feel like i was talking to a guy either this is a crazy coincidence or god is like fucking with me right now but i swear on my life i swear on jesus christ dude like uh, three hours ago i was on this and some guy said to watch needgod.net Are you serious i swear <laughs> on my life i swear on where's my bible
1: hey, you don't have to swear i i believe you man
0: i i believe you were god <laughs> hold on you're the guy he was talking about and no, 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 really, no, I really, know you're from that guy. If you're from the big guy.
1: Oh wow! Praise be to God. Hey, yeah, God doesn't make mistakes, man. He's trying to get your attention two times today, what even the one com- Yeah, two times, God sent people to you.
0: What is the odd of the odds? <laughs> Holy smokes! Listen, Ryan. God bless man. Hey, send me a
1: message so when you, after you've thought about it, if you've read through Romans three, four, and five, I'd just love to hear an update from you, man. See, hey, this is what I'm thinking. Of, you know, this is. I, I, I want to rejoice with you do you know how it says you know the angels rejoice when a sinner comes to repentance mm-hmm. and so I want to rejoice if you decide to come to trust in Christ alone for your salvation man I'm gonna rejoice with you and because you're gonna be buzzing man you're gonna be so excited because uh, you know your sins are forgiven I'm gonna
0: be empty I'm gonna be empty I'm not a knight anymore I'm a Presbyterian <laughs> <Not> a, <laughs> no, a, Christian, I'm not... a Christian a Christian
1: I'm Christian. not. I'm not
0: a holy warrior. I'm not a knight anymore. I'm not a. No, you know what you are. A... You're
1: a saint. You'll be a saint, which is even better than being a knight. You're a saint. If you trust the Christ, right? You're a anyway. new creation in Christ. Old is gone, new has come. Jesus said.
0: Yeah, or what is that? The, the killing the old man like that, like uh, that or was that the, our our old thing is Yeah, so that that know. as soon
1: as you come to trust in Christ, God's making you new. New desires, new heart. Uh, everything's new. That's why you have new affections. And you know what, Paul, Paul had all this history within his Judaism. He was like circumcised the eighth day, people of, of the people of Benjamin and all this sort of stuff. He even was zealous in persecuting Christians. And Paul mm. says in Philippians 3, whatever gain I had from all those things, I had to count as loss in comparison to knowing Christ Jesus my Lord. So think about it. Paul had to give up. He was a persecutor of the church, and he had to say, now I'm no longer persecuting the church, I'm part of the church. And you can be the same. You can be someone who says, I used to hate Protestants. I used to, you know, now not. I'm now one of them. I'm now someone who's trusting in Jesus Christ alone. Be like the Apostle Paul in that. Count your Roman Catholicism as loss in comparison to knowing Jesus Christ, your Lord.
0: Uh, I will do I will read those two, I will read 3, 4 and 5 tonight
1: good hey man it's been a pleasure chatting to you and just know that if you do reject this message you'll be even more accountable on judgment day and your punishment hell will be even worse Knowing, now that you knew the way I hope you don't reject it I want you to be in heaven with me with, God. Him, with me man. God bless Ryan thank you very God much God bless you. Sir. see ya thank you